I have a little dreidel. I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ready, oh, dreidel, I shall play. Oh, dreidel, 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 I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ready, oh, dreidel, I shall play. I have a little dreidel. I made it out of clay. When it's dry and ready, oh, dreidel, I shall play. Oh, dreidel, 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 I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ready, oh, dreidel, I shall play. It has a lovely body with legs so short and thin. And when it gets all tired, it drops and then I win. Oh, dreidel, 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 I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ready, oh, dreidel, I shall play. We here always with your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Buttersauce, aka Ty Lante, aka your mom called me over for Festivus with the rest of us. And I'm here as always with the homie. The kid, JB, was good. Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. You made it. We made it to volume 109 of the Bucket Up Pie. It's me, the kid, JB. Could have been right last week. Um, yes, I am Mr. Hanukkah, Mr. Second Night, live and lit. Uh, we'll get to it, but feeling festivist, like you said, and festive and, you know, lit like the menorah. But, um, yeah, it's the kid JB, Mr. Told You So, not because I'm always right, but when I'm right, you know, tend to have a smirk on my face because it tells you so. But uh, other than that, living good for Chaim. Uh, Chaim, my guy. Happy Hanukkah and uh, welcome to, you know, the show, bro. Yeah, man, it's been, I mean, what? Nah, we, it's just been a regular week before. <laughs> like, it's been yo, a we've been calling for a minute. But we're back for so long. <laughs> yeah, man. But we got a little special podcast for people. Figure, you know, we do these Christmas podcasts every year. Um, and I'm not saying fuck Christmas, like, you know, like Starbucks did when they changed the cup from the Christmas shit to just red. Dude, but I, I dare them. You know what I'm saying? The war on Christmas has never been stronger. A, a Hanukkah themed podcast, obviously, and out of the homie. And also, just because, you know, fuck that, we're going to switch it up. So you want to tell them what we got in store for them? Yeah, man. So a little background, if you haven't watched your uh, Rugrats episode on Hanukkah. Uh, I'm not going to go into it too much. I'll let you guys do your homework. But it's Hanukkah, okay? And uh, for those that are new and not a Jew, that rhymes. Uh, we rhyme with and we roll with uh, Hanukkah, which is eight crazy nights. You know what I'm saying? Each night represents a, a special night and uh, what took place way back when or if you believe it in you know whatever whatever you feel is right however hanukkah in itself is lit bro it's my version of christmas you guys get you know your one night you got christmas eve we kind of stretch it out for eight nights uh eight nights and eight days you know what i'm saying so it started at sundown last night so for tonight we're gonna break out the eight crazy nights of bucket up and each candle is going to represent a different topic. And you know how we have our opinions. Just like Jews, they never shut up. We're not going to shut up about these topics. And we're going to give our unfiltered, opinionated takes. One candle, one topic, one take. Easy enough. So, as we always start on the pod, we always kick it off with a movie review. So tonight's first candle will be movies. Well, my hot take 
and this has been something that I have had a like firm foot on ever since I've been a moviegoer, which I could say I think the first movie I remember going to see in the theater was... Um, I gr- I've definitely seen movies before this, but I remember seeing Phantom Menace, uh, episode one, with my dad. Mm-hmm. So I was like in third grade or some shit. So um, since then, I've had a rule that I know I'm guilty of myself breaking. Many people are guilty. This is my hot take. You're not allowed to see a sequel to a movie if you haven't seen the first one. <laughs> I feel like I've definitely done that and everybody else has done that at some point. Right? For, for sure. But if you think about it, it's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Uh, reason being, it's like, oh, let me go find like what happened next into something that never happened. Mm-hmm. At first, I think you know where it comes from is because in school, when you're a kid and you and you go to the movie theaters, like that's a flex. Mm-hmm. So like when kids were like, oh, I saw you know Home Alone two or whatever, it's like, man, shut up, you didn't even see Home Alone one, you know. <laughs> so I feel like it's like it's it's a it's a uh, homage to back in the day, people like jumping the game or jumping the line and being like, oh, you went to the movie and saw the first one, well, I already saw the second one. It's like, yeah, but I don't count because you ain't seen the first. Yeah. One. Yeah, see, I I think I, I I think that that's pretty obvious. That might be a lukewarm thing because it's like I don't think most people want to do that. But I will say there are definitely movies where you can watch them on their own, even though they're technically a sequel, and it'd be completely fine. Like you can you can for sure watch uh, next Friday in the bi. That's true. However, if it's something that's crucial to the actual um, like movie, like for example. I, even though you could kind of get gather everything that was in the second one from the first one, Equalizer 2, I feel like that was so crucial, you gotta see the first one first. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, yeah. you can't just walk into to John Wick 2 and be like, I wonder why this guy's so mad. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, no recollection. While, right? And, and you, like, you're a diehard uh, puppy fan and like dog lover. And you don't even know what took place in the first one? Yeah, I don't think it's a good movie for you, G. So yeah, for Hanukkah, bro, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, my take no. my take is hot like a candle, and it's, uh, you, go, you have to go see the first one before you go see the second one. What, what do you got? Say that one more time? I said, I said it's a hot take like a candle is... You have to go see the first one before you go see the second one. Right. That's yeah, no, my get that. that's my take. Alright, so <laughs> So I didn't know if this was like am I doing a take on like just a movie in general or just movies in general. But the only the thing that's been having me hot pretty much this whole weekend since I seen the damn movie. And this is I guess this is technically kind of a review which we usually do on the pod. But, uh, and you haven't seen, I'm guessing you haven't seen Star Wars yet, have you? No, and I'm on the fence about maybe seeing it when I go home, which is tonight, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Damn, so you about to, instead of paying $14 here, you're going to have to pay 20-something bucks at, the, at New York or some shit? Maybe, unless I buy, <laughs> unless I buy child's tickets, which there I, you uh, go. Oh <laughs> yeah, a little finesse. We um, previously talked about, it's a 50% chance of conversion. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. So then I won't I won't get rant about the movie. I will say 
that I didn't enjoy the new Star Wars movie for very for several different reasons. A lot of them are spoilery if I got into them. Um, but my overall rant then would be that that you know, kind of going off of your shit with sequels, is these movie executives need to stop making like trilogies unless they have that motherfucker planned out. And like, I feel like that's a simple thing, right? Now, I feel like you're a fair judge when it comes to Star Wars. So, and I've been reading the smoke you've been delivering. Um, I feel like, is it because when you're critiquing Star Wars, you're not like nerding out in the sense of like dying hard for the characters, but you're more so like from the production value of it? I think that, yeah, I was actually thinking about that because I was, after the movie, I'm like, maybe I'm, because people, I know people who liked it. You know, I talked to a couple of friends who enjoyed it, and they're like, they're for sure bigger Star Wars fans than me. Uh, like, it's, it's very low on the list of shit that I nerd out about. And so, you know, and I, I, I just enjoy the movies, but I'm never, I wouldn't, I would never like dress up or anything like that. I mean, I'm probably not dressing up for anything that I'm more passionate about, but I'm, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not fighting on the internet, Matt, you know, passionate about Star Wars or, you know what I'm saying? Like it didn't shape my, my childhood. I kind of just watched it when I was a kid. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then like, you know, I watched it more when I was an adult and was like, you know, some of these are good and some of these are bad. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I enjoyed the last one, but yeah, I definitely would, the things that irked me about this movie definitely weren't so like, oh, I was mad about, you know, I mean, it was part of it was decision making in like the characters and shit like that, but it was mainly because the movie to me as a movie on its own just was bad in terms of like shit that they did that no, no movie should do. You know what I'm saying? Like things like, like, uh, not developing characters and then you know having those characters do meaningful things and you can tell that they want you to feel a certain way about a character but they didn't really do anything to make you actually care about the character they just introduced them and then told you that something happened to them and then you're like oh am i supposed to i'm supposed to care about that (laughs) is he the homie yeah yeah like i just met them i don't really know anything about them why would i care about them you know what i'm saying like shit like that like that's just bad storytelling you know what I'm saying? In any movie. So that's what I'm saying. My overall critique, though, is like, why would you name a trilogy and then not plan out what the fuck you're going to do in a trilogy? That's absurd, right? It's like if you were like, yo, I'm a I'm a fucking write three books and you're like, oh, what the book's about? And you're like, I don't know. Huh? <laughs> and I'm going to start at the middle one. Yeah. Like, huh? Like, like at least... And obviously the first Star Wars I think I heard was kind of like that where they did one movie and they weren't really sure exactly where they were going with the other movie. Like they didn't know Luke's, they didn't know Darth Vader was going to be Luke's dad in the second movie when they made the first one, which, you know, makes it feel better because it's weird that Luke and Leia was trying to pipe each other. <laughs> that would explain why there were so many sexual weirdness in the in the first Star Wars that seemed awkward after they revealed that Vader was his dad. Right. But even still, at least George Lucas had like a vision, a rough outline of what he wanted. And I feel like this new trilogy was just like, uh, yeah, we're just going to do more Star Wars because motherfuckers like Star Wars. And then they didn't plan anything out. And so, and you can fucking tell in this last fucking movie. 
So okay. yeah. So your take is more so for the movie makers, not necessarily the movie goers. Yeah, yeah. Mine's is for the, the movie uh, makers. I would say for the movie goers, even though I only get one take, this is like a slight. It's take. a Hanukkah bonus. Oh uh, yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's taking the Hanukkah bonus. I got, I gotta drop like you know bonus sounds in here for shit. But yeah, nah, we gotta stop being so toxic on the internet and like, you know, what I'm saying be able to do fucking discourse. Like if you don't like something, it's cool, and you can give your reasons for it as long as they're not dumb as hell. And then you can, you know, a racist or some shit. And then you know, if you like something, it's okay if other people, you know, like if you liked it and other people didn't, like you don't have to take offense by that. You know what I'm saying? Like you know. It, Everybody has different opinions. That you know, I guess that's a lukewarm take too. But it feels like everything is like, yeah, that shit was trash, or it was the best thing ever. And it's like, ah, it probably was alright. Yeah, I agree. I feel everyone lives in extremes. No one's really in the middle. Yeah, and I, it's like the, sometimes the middle does suck because it's like, oh, like everything is hype. The people were talking about like you need to be in the middle about like shit like racism. And it's like, ah, you really in the middle on that. <laughs> like, yeah, ah, not all, not all of it. Just like some of them. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of bow out those conversations, but mm. I will say, uh, with the movie, and we can spin off from Star Wars was that people with that, yes, are either the extreme. They say they hate the movie, they love the movie. Fairly enough, though, of my friends like yourself that are fans of the Star Wars can remove themselves and just kind of see the movie for what it's worth. And I heard just like from a movie value it wasn't good, let alone from the, tr- the trilogy and stuff like that. So that in itself like brings me back to my like country, t- country, th- my country analogy, country music analogy is like, I have already, you know, on the forefront explain that I'm not a Star Wars nerd and I don't even know it like that but I, I I follow the story and I'm like you know I'm with it but I don't geek out so if I turned around and saw this movie and was like yeah yeah I rocked with it it was cool some people are like oh yeah but you don't know Star Wars like that oh yeah nah that's not cool mm. and I, I you know I, but it would it would it honestly would like <laughs> surprise me if you as somebody not as a Star Wars fan went and saw this movie and enjoyed it that <laughs> that was if anything it makes more sense for me like if if you weren't a Star Wars fan and you didn't enjoy it and somebody got mad at you was like oh you just don't know Star Wars you know what I'm saying they and do then, ne- they do need to bring a homie through that watched it that's never seen shit like out of context mm-hmm. and, and he could just be like yo what are they they all got them laser sword shit like they <laughs> Them just Rex fools. Like, you could just... Why doesn't everybody got one? You know what I'm right. saying? Right. But at the same time, I do get it. It's, you can't watch the ninth film out of nine and just show up and be like, I don't know what anything is going on, you know? Like, that would be wild. Well, boom. Thanks for concluding my take. You can't go see <laughs> the ninth one without seeing and, the first and remove, yeah, and then re- Yeah, and remove everything out. Like, I remember people seeing Endgame or whatever, and they were like... Or no, they were still Affinity War, and they were like... Who they just started off like who's this Thanos guy and like why is he killing everybody? I was so confused. It's like, dog, this is movie twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, imagine them watching it backwards and being like, yo, they got this guy named Ant Man. Let me tell you what he does, yo. <laughs> it's like, dog, it's because you came in movie twenty two, man. Of course you confused. What the hell? Um, but yeah, nah, I I, I think that's a that would be enough for the movie takes. 
Candle. I've been I've been like reading way too much shit about Star Wars anyway. I'm like I'm not I'm not even like I'm not even that big a Star Wars fan. Why is this making me so mad? I don't know. Chill. Yeah. You, go watch Star Trek or something. You'll realize appreciate how much Star Wars you love. <laughs> there you go. People are like, oh, I'm a Trekkie. I'm a Star Wars Star Trek fan. I'm like, all right, so we're not having that conversation. I'm guessing. So like, yeah. Because I know to live long and prosper, and I'm sure that's like the only thing other people say to you too. So, word, shouts to Spock. Um, so wild. But yeah, go ahead. So what do we got for Candle Two, my guy? Oh, we got actors, bro. What's your what's your how does actor take? Actor take. Okay. Okay. Um, this is actually a hot take that I frequent on Twitter when I get into the uh the movie reels. I actually think that typecasting can be a positive trait for an actor. And reason being, perfect example would be uh, Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. When I see him in a movie, I know what I'm going to get. I know that I'm getting, you know, the stoner uncle that makes funny, you know, backhanded comments. And is kind of, you know, submissive and is always like out of whack and not really aware with his surroundings like that is what seth rogan provides in a movie right right so i obviously am not like a movie critic besides self-appointed and i'm you know i'm not an actor coach so obviously he can act and he's really good at it clearly but the thing that i noticed from a consumer is like his my favorite part of his work is just him being the typical seth rogan so uh, when he strays away from that, or if he does stray away from that and tries to do something something serious, comes off snobby, snobbery of me to say and think like, oh well, um, you know he he wasn't good in that movie, and you know he should stick to like kind of shut up and dribble type thing. Yeah. But I'm like, that's not really the energy that I have. Like I'm not trying to say he should stay in his lane, but I mean it positively. Like no, he should stay doing this, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's my take. That I think some actors should stick to doing the same thing for good reason, not because it's a bad reason. I think I'm with you on that. It's kind of like in rap, you know how sometimes people critique rappers for not going out of their like comfort zone and like you're like, oh, um, the baby makes the same song every time, you know what I'm saying? Or Rick Ross makes the same song every time, but it's like. We don't. It's like you don't really want to hear a Wiz Khalifa song about anything other than weed. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? And like, sometimes it, you just. Yeah. Sometimes you just. You know, I don't really want to hear Rick Ross rap about anything else other than owning a yacht. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, I just don't care to hear. Like they have pockets that they're good in, and sometimes it's cool to just chill in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? Just work out of your comfort zone. Like you know, I, I get it. I'm okay if an actor wants their, to push themselves, but you know, it's nothing wrong with you know doing what works. You so to take a Drake line, musicians and athletes are so synonymous. We want to be them. They want to be us. Mm-hmm. And I relate music to athletes. So like sports-wise, you know, football. If you got a six-foot-eight wide receiver and yeah. he and he runs, you know, go routes, and for the non-sports buckets, like the tall guy runs far and you throw him the ball. That's all you need from your tall guy. You don't need yeah. him to kick the ball. You don't need him to come through and be like, yo, I can hold the ball. You're like, no, you go run and I'll right. throw you. This is this yeah. relationship, you know? You don't need to put him in a slot or something so you can exactly. run quick routes. That wouldn't make any sense. 
Right. So that's what I'm saying. I don't need like a romantic movie from Seth Rogen. I don't need uh, a horror. I need a con- I need, wild. I need yeah. Neighbors three. You know what I'm saying? I need Neighbors three, right. four, and five. You know what I'm saying? Long shot. Long shot was romantic, but it was fine. That's a funny. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. 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 And, okay. I like. I'm with. I rock with that take. And think- you know, uh, drama. Uh, what's it called? Romance is kind of funny. So I put romance and comedy in the same. Yeah. Part. yeah, yeah. Like a rom com. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it'd be wild if it was Seth Rogen in a Nicholas Sparks movie. <laughs> like, he's in the notebook. <laughs> and it's like, none of this is funny. It's just kind of sad. Um, <laughs> but, nah, I think I, I rock with that take. I can, I can see that. Um, my take, and I, I, I'm honestly torn on how much I believe this, which is not a good way to start off a hot take. <laughs> you're dipping uh, your toe in the water like ooh. right because all right so i i'm sure I, we talked about this before i think i talked about this maybe on the podcast that lakeith stanfield has been in every fucking movie and if you don't know who lakeith stanfield is like by name he's he's darius on atlanta he's he's in uncut gems right now the movie that's coming out with adam sandler next week he was in knives out the movie with James Bond talking with a with a southern accent. He's like, I do, I I do suspect foul play. <laughs> Damn, why is he why is he sound like Foghorn Leghorn? He dude? really did. He literally sounded like that in the movie. His movie's still amazing though. Um, uh, yeah, look, he's in that. He's in literally. I feel like he's in all these fucking movies. And I'm gonna just say first, obviously, I'm happy for him getting out here getting these checks. But my rant is Hollywood needs to stop doing that shit where it's like, yo, who's the hot black dude? Alright, let's put him in everything. We could have fucking dispersed this shit among everybody. You could have had somebody else in there, some new face to play this role where Lakeith Stanfield is just a fucking cop and he's listening to James Bond tell him who did it in a fucking southern accent for no reason. Why do we need to get Lakeith Stanfield for that? Why couldn't we got you know, another black dude to go in there. But, you know what I'm saying? I I just feel like, you know, my or, uh, fucking uh, Hollywood does this shit where instead of giving us more diversity, they, they, they throw it out like, oh, we diverse because we put the same black people in the same movies. It's like, I don't really want that shit. You know what I mean? Give yeah. us the actual new people more. You know what I'm saying? They, they shouldn't have to break through in regular black shit first for them to get hot, for you to want to fucking put them in shit. That's the same thing that happened with Michael B. Jordan, bro. He was in Fruitville Station, which was like, you know, a black-produced, black-directed film. That shit popped, and then they're like, Michael B. Jordan and everything. We'll get him for everything. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with fucking uh, the dude who plays Black Panther. I don't know I'm spacing on his name right now. Uh, what's his name? Do you know? It's not... Uh, I <laughs> I was going to say Ryan Coogler. He, div- yeah, he made he himself... Him. The dude who who plays Black Panther. I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now. I just saw oh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman in 21 Bridges. I just saw him in. But yeah, they were like Chadwick Boseman. He gonna play every black, <laughs> famous black person ever. James Brown. Let's get Chadwick Boseman. Uh, fucking Jackie Robinson. Chadwick Boseman. Fucking uh, Thurgood Marshall, light skin, 200 and some pound ass. Let's get fucking Chadwick Boseman. Made no fucking sense. The black kid from Mighty Ducks. Let's get Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> oh, the 
the uh the one black kid that was getting shit in uh backyard baseball. Let's get Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> Your one black friend, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Yes. He play everybody's. Like if I die and they do a biopic on me, Chadwick Boseman's gonna play. They'd be like, oh, it's Ty Doyle of the Bucket Up Podcast. He's gonna Chadwick be like, Wakanda forever. <laughs> That's my rant, bro. Let's get some more. Like, I want those people to still work and do movies and shit, but I don't want to. I, I just, I feel like, even though they're getting a bunch of work and I'm, I'm cool with them getting their fucking money and cash yeah. them checks. Let's go. And let's get more. But I'm like, I feel like they being. Let's go. Ahead. I was saying, let's yeah, let's get more movies with black dudes and Jews, uh, where Jews are running up money and black dudes are all flashy with gold and jewelry, and let's just continue this relationship you know what i'm saying because you can't beat him <laughs> we're joining him you know what i'm saying there you go there you go that's right dude don't like the homies don't like to the next one uh um all right so on the third night of hanukkah bro you know what i'm saying transitioning from movies and actors sometimes these actors from these movies transfer and go to tv shows right um, my new take on TV shows is that in order, like, it's not a good show if it takes more than three episodes to get you in. Damn, really? Yeah, because every show that I've watched that I'm like, that I kind of stand for is all hooked me on the first or second episode. And granted, I got a bad, you know attention span and I you know have very low patience <laughs> it's not like you that bar is high <laughs> yeah I mean it. I'm, I don't help its cause for sure but uh so my, my take is like you know shows that I've that I watch that sadly are kind of over now <laughs> so I gotta you know regroup here you know and just give you the shows that I was like crazy over the office family get uh not family guy office friday night lights uh trying to think what else hooked me right off rip um oh silicon valley even even that insecure grabbed me in the first episode even the like the first 10 minutes when Issa was like walking around and someone's like yo what does on fleek mean and she was like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I don't have a big wide variety or wide, like, what's that called? Um, like Arsenal or library of TV shows that I'm rocking with that I'm like, um, yo, you know, must be this or that. But I think the reason why I hold off on joining new TV shows is I'll watch an episode or two and I'm like, man, this just ain't it. And everyone's like, nah, man, give it like another episode. I'm like, nah, I don't know. Like, think of it as food. <laughs> like, you eat. You, you wouldn't, if you, you wouldn't start off with two bites and be like, ah, maybe we'll get better on the seven. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. So. That's my take, is if you're going to wow me with a new TV show, make it better, make it good off rip. Okay, I can see that. Like, I mean, although it's funny because I know you fuck with The Office, <laughs> but uh, and 
I feel like the first couple episodes of The Office are kind of hard to watch. <laughs> so, True. I get it. I get it. You know, like me running. I do. I do think. Uh, <laughs> I do think. Um, what's it called? I, the first episode is kind of hard for people because pilot episodes are weird because they only shoot the episode for usually and they use it to like pitch the network. So I feel like pilot episodes are kind of wonky. But like, yeah, if it takes more than like two or three episodes, and it's probably not that great usually, you probably go off of that. Um, so I'm with you on that one. Uh, uh, well, to go against your my my first rule with the movies, I actually started watching The Office like a couple episodes in season five or some shit. So yeah, see, and it was like that's when they were hitting their stride too. Right. So it's kind of funny, cause yeah, you're definitely contradicting what you stand. For. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm I still rock with you, dog. It's all good. There you go. Um, my hot take about TV is gonna be now that we in this age of like streaming, we got Netflix, we got Disney Plus, we got um, Amazon Prime Video, we got Hulu, we got HBO Now, we got all this shit. I feel like everybody's kind of moving towards binge watching including me i like binge watching but i don't want to my hot take is that we got to keep some of these shows around to be week to week you know what i'm saying because i feel like ain't nothing, there's nothing better than watching the show and then you know what i'm saying you got a week of anticipation to build before you watch you watch it again and like, you could talk with to people about it most people can catch up within a week you know what i'm saying and uh you know what I'm saying? Be able to catch up and talk to you about it during the week before the next episode. And it kind of like fuels that kind of like uh, discussion on the internet. Whereas binge watching, you can know, you know what I'm saying? Like you could be at any point throughout the season. And so you don't even know, you know, how to talk to somebody else about it. You kind of, I feel like you feel more isolated when, when you enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? You got to wait until everything's done before you start talking about shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think there should be there should be like a mechanism where if somebody that wants to just binge watch, they could like type in a password on the network key or something. Otherwise, you gotta just wait. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get that. So like, for example, there's some shows, bro, that I'm like, nah, you need to give me this shit right now because like I, I'm fiending for this episode, right? Um, or there's times where I'm like. All right, that episode pissed me off. I'm gonna wait, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how I feel. So like with power, it pissed me off sometimes. I'm like, nah, y'all could rock. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a wait. A week. <laughs> nah, yeah, no, nah, I definitely get that. But yeah, so that's why I'm like, we gotta keep the, we gotta keep the, the uh, week to week shit, and then you know, binge is cool. I think binge is cool for after the fact. Like, I feel like if everything was... If even on Netflix, if they did, like... If they dropped, like, two a week, even if they don't want to go full on, like, you know, week to week, do two or three a week, and then, you know, people can kind of catch up throughout the week, and then you drop another two or three, and then, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like there's so many times I watch a Netflix show, and I watch it all in the weekend, and then I forgot, I forget it exists. It, like, moves out of my brain for a whole year, and then I'm like, oh, shit! Uh, friends from college is back. <laughs> I forgot. About that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's and, true. And, and 
I'm like, all right, cool. And I just do it all over again. So, yeah, my take is bring back the week to week at least a little bit. You got to mix it in both. The shit's going to be on there forever after the fact. Any fucking way. Yeah, you know? I think uh, it depends on... Again, I, I some shows I can wait. Some shows I'm like, nah, drop off the whole shit. Like BoJack, I waited forever for that to come back. And then, like, I was like, man, I can't just, like, fall, watch it all in one day. I, I'll uh, I'll miss it too much. So I kind of, like, waited around. And then, like you said, weeks went by. And I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't finish BoJack. Yeah, I realized I didn't finish BoJack either just from you just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Which, matter of fact, I'm going on a plane tonight. So I'll let you hey. boy. I'm going to download all episodes of uh, season six. There you go. Yeah, hit that download. That shit is clutch. Yeah. Time. Shout out to Ty. He put me on that last time we went. Fine. Um, so. Next yeah, man. Ooh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The next candle, which is my favorite candle. What's your, what's, your, what's your hottest food take, bro? All right, so hottest food take is picky eaters bother me to the point where if you order something, the only time I'll accept food pickery is um, allergies. If somebody's allergic to, like, you know, the lettuce or the pickle or whatever, then I'm, I'll let you ask for no pickle. But if it's a preference, bro, you must rock with whatever they give you, and you just take it off, G. I can't... Mm-hmm. I can't stand motherfuckers out here. Can I get a burger? Yeah, just the meat and cheese. Like, bro, what are you, 12? Like, come on. <laughs> like, come on. So, yeah. If, if, you know, I'm an adult. So, if you go to a restaurant with me, you're going to order like an adult. And you're going to order whatever comes on the food. You know what I'm saying? Why can't you take shit off, man? Come on, man. After you order it, you can. <laughs> and they bring if it to it you. it came with, like... If I if, if it come with like mustard and I'm bang with mustard on my burger, I gotta like scrape it off. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shit. Okay, that's, that that's the whole thing. Um, no, that that's mainly it though. It's just uh, picky eaters like chill with the picky eating like maybe you know whatever it comes with they don't mess with you know that's fine um but you know you get okay you get to remove one item you know what i'm saying you can't be out here like oh yeah take off the lettuce and this and that like nah i need like you need to be able to take off like one and that's it yeah i'm with you dog i don't really with all the elaborate like you know what i'm saying let me get it on this and that like this way and that and it's like I get you paying for it and you'll show order shit the way you want but like you you old in right now dog <laughs> you know what I'm saying you making us look bad like we all picky as shit I'm not on that but yeah I got you yeah I'm saying what about you man I know you're out here with me you're a foodie uh yeah I would say my food hot take and this is kind of more of a grander thing, I guess, is that American food is actually a bottom tier food. Like, there's so many other, like, if we're talking like national foods that are so much better than 
than American, you know, staple foods. If you go on, you know, Italian is better. Uh, Japanese is better. Chinese is better. Mexican is better. Uh, uh, to me, Jamaican food is better. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, yeah, there's other places that are worse in here, for sure. Like, I'm, you know, Canadian cuisine seems pretty trash. And, you know, British cuisine, them, them, them motherfuckers eat beans for breakfast. So, yeah, not the great. <laughs> um, but, yeah, nah, that's my take that America's food. Like, granted, you gotta, you know, burgers are fire, ribs are fire. I'm not really counting soul food in there because I feel like that's a whole different category. Um, you, you know, it's just, you know, maybe southern shit. It's kind of. I will say, you know what the irony of that is, though? Is. You're saying American food is like the bottom tier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the irony is that most of the foods you named and you enjoy, it's like the Americanized version of those foods. Well, yeah, obviously. I'm <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but like, but I'm saying, the, the Amer- I imagine like actually getting Japanese sushi. Like, <laughs> damn. No, if this shit is better already Americanized, then I'm, I'm assuming... That motherfucker in, in Japan hit wild. I was laughing because my homie Ivan, he's in town, and he said he was going to buy me dinner. And he was like, what do you want to go eat? And I was like, man, I could eat like some sushi or some Korean barbecue. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I just came back from Asia. And I was like, all right, so you probably don't want Arizona sushi. <laughs> yeah, probably not, bro. I was like, all right, I respect it. I dig it. So that's the movie take, bro. Uh, I mean, sorry, the food take. Yeah, that's the food take, my guy. What do you take? Okay, so to add to it, what would be the food that everyone is kind of popular at? Uh, what was I going to say? Um, what, what American food do you think is so popular that you think is trash? Uh... Outside of the obvious ones, like hot dogs and casseroles. <laughs> is casserole American? Yeah, casserole's American as shit. Midwestern, bro. Um, hot dogs to me are so trash, unless they're like a corn dog. Um, and then like, you know, you can get make them okay if you throw a whole bunch of shit on it. But I feel like generally hot dogs suck. Um... I would say those are like the top ones that I'm like, motherfuckers. I mean, people don't fucking bang with casseroles as much. And I guess it, you know you can be technical. Mac and cheese is, is a is one. Okay, well, which is very popular, and I'm actually not a big fan of. So that's cool. Of uh, which one? Hot dogs or casseroles? Mac and cheese. My bad. <laughs> oh, I'm like what? Yeah, mac and cheese is not for me. Um. It's popular, but just not my thing. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, so transitioning from food, we've we've passed the middle candle is called the shamus. We've missed that, it. That it's it, oh, it actually means uh helper. Yes, it means helper in Yiddish, and or in Arabic or Hebrew, one of those three. 
and it's because you use that candle to light the other candles you know what i'm saying so if you notice the trend the candles have been you know interluding and with that from food we're transitioning to candy because i consider candy a food group sure you know sugar is almost in everything um so my candy take would be chocolate is a dessert it's not a candy isn't candy a dessert nah (laughs) what do you when when you do you not have you never eaten candy after dinner I've eaten candy throughout the day. So what I'm saying is I I think a dessert is strictly for after dinner. Candy is anytime. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to to call something to categorize something a dessert is not to just is not necessarily implying that you're having it for dessert. Mhm. So So when so what cho- are we talking like all chocolate or just like if you eat a Snickers bar that's a that's that's a dessert not candy. Like the other day, I was at work and I asked them, I was like, "Yo, you got some candy, you know? Um, I want some sweet." And they're like, "Uh, I got like M and M's." I was like, "Nah, that's that's chocolate. I don't really. I want candy." <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's a hot one, bro. Cause I don't know about that. Yeah, you know I'm saying I, I was like, I want a lollipop or lemon heads or some shit, you know? Ah, so to you. Candy doesn't. It just. You just not think about chocolate at all when you say candy. You talking yeah. about Skittles and Mike and Nikes. Right. And shit. It's so you, like, you just want like fruity, fruity stuff. Right. Because, cause for, furthermore, people say after breakfast, yo, I had fruit for dessert. You know what I'm saying? Like, or like, what'd you have after breakfast? Fruit, dessert, whatever. You wouldn't say, oh, I had dessert. For dessert, you know what I'm saying? It happens to be a dessert. Right, right. So you can so, make anything dessert. You can make cereal dessert. Correct. However, a dessert does not necessarily imply that you're eating it for dessert, because you could have cake for breakfast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could have ice cream for breakfast. That's a dessert. But furthermore, chocolate is is more of I think the dessert category, which is not candy. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I think I'm with you uh, because I think most chocolate falls into the realm of candy bar anyway. Even and it's, it sounds dumb, but like an M M&M, and M, you think of that as a candy bar more so than just like candy because it's of the chocolate. Because I think the thing with the candy bars is usually chocolate, unless you're eating like a payday, I guess, or something like that. But like it seems like most most candy bars have chocolate in it, and when you if you say you wanted something sweet like candy, uh, M M&M and M was probably not the first thing that pops up in your head. It's kind of like a discussion that we probably had in this pod before, is like is a Cheeto a chip, and it's like, in it's not a chip obviously, but in essence it is like in that category. If somebody was like, yo, I'm bringing chips and drinks to the party, and they come through with you know a whole you know if they if they had Cheetos in the in the like you know group of bags with the chips you wouldn't be like wow I can't believe you brought Cheetos when you said you're bringing chips you know what I'm saying if somebody was like oh you want I, I'm getting a bunch of candy bars to sell and they had M&Ms you wouldn't even blink twice but if they said I had a bunch of candy in general I don't know if you and they had all chocolate you would kind of be thrown off so I think I'm with you that's my right. long winded way of saying that alright well that's all I need is you're with me <laughs> All right, cool. 
Um, so what? You know, I'm not. I'm not like the most passionate about candy. You know what I'm saying? But I will say that uh, my, I guess my hot take is that um, I'm sick and tired of uh, these like candies, like fucking Milky Way, or or like fucking. I guess it to an extent Kit Kats, even though I know fucking people love Kit Kats. But I feel like you shouldn't. What's the point of being a candy bar if you only got like two ingredients? That's see, because you're then at that point you're just a dessert. A fancy, <laughs> you're just a fancy dessert. And I just, I just realized I'm just I just don't bang with too many candies that are like two just two things. Like it gotta be, you know, what you're call is a fire. That's why you know Butterfingers are kind of trash to me. Milky Way, I guess it's three things, but it's also trash. Three Musketeers, trash. You know what I'm saying? At least to me, I guess. You know, I, I mean, I guess maybe you can get away with one of those Hershey's, like a Mr. Good Bar, because it's just peanuts. And I guess Reese's is two things. But I don't know. Peanut butter seemed like two. So peanut butter is two things, and then chocolate's one another one. <laughs> <laughs> and then keep in mind, bro, talk about ingredients. Like M&M's, Reese's, uh, you know, Reese's Pieces, um, you know, these things that that coating the candy coating shell like no one gives a fuck about that they just eat it you know what i'm saying so it's not like oh that's the best part is the sweet part like that just holds the chocolate together that's the only matter of fact they put that there it's easier to paint the m than to etch an m in each piece of chocolate you know what i'm saying so with that it's just chocolate it's not candy because when you eat Skittles that has the same coating but the fruit shit inside. You care about the fruit shit inside. You know what I'm saying? It's not the coating. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So candy is candy, chocolate is a dessert and is not candy. There you go. Ah, uh, yeah, I think that's our candy take. You know, Miles is super lukewarm. <laughs> I'm with it though, cause I've never really seen you fuck around with like just a straight like <laughs> ring pop or some shit. Yeah, that, I'm not. I'm really not on the. I'm not big on the sweet guys. I mean, I like Mike and Ike's. Those are cool. I'm trying to think of sweet. I guess the jelly beans. I haven't eaten that in so long, but maybe Twizzlers. I'm a Twizzlers over Red Vine. That's. I think that's the East Coast thing, though. I don't think. I think West Coast people fuck with Red Vines more so than than East Coast people. People. Um. But I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the last time I had a Twizzler. So I don't, I don't even know. I'm not eating too many. <laughs> I'm not eating a nerd's rope randomly. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are always so inconvenient. You can't even like put it in your pocket or nothing. All right, or like a, you know, I've never eaten. I never got a lollipop. That should be wild. Like it's a nuisance to eat, you know. Mm. Oh uh, no, that's not candy. I was about to say maybe my other take is about I hate having uh, time limits on my food. So like I hate ice cream cones because I feel like I'm rushing against the fucking ice cream melting down the cone. It annoys the <laughs> shit out of me. The ice cream, <laughs> ice cream cone is like a spectacle too. Like, are you yeah. really, are you really doing that in your house, or are you eating one at like a carnival? Yeah, you gotta be out. You're outside where you don't give a fuck about. Right. No one's eating ice, ice cream cone at home. That's wild. That's wild suspect. Yeah, you just like, and you got all the sprinkles, and they're just full dripping on your carpet. Like, what, what are you excited for? We're watching TV. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So okay. Like, I'm with that. I shouldn't have dish, bro. But yeah, I guess that's the extent of my food. Oh, yeah, or what about uh, 
the when you order it to go and they put it in a cup with the with the uh cone mm. and you're like all right so someone's got to make their mind up yeah i'm uh, i get like why you do that because you still want the cone but it's like how the fuck do you eat that at that point right on the cone he's like breaking the cone in they should just make the cone crush it up and make it a topping you know i think they do i think that's called uh waffle crunch i've never seen it but maybe i mean no different sprinkles you know you know what they do put on the ice cream what's that chocolate which is also just just also a dessert you know what i'm saying i see what you're doing here (laughs) all right uh so the next the next candle or you know topic is music what you got some music hot takes bro i know you was in that life like that uh well yeah because it's not specific to an artist mm. my music hot taste and similar to my tv hot take mm-hmm. is i feel like this and granted i'm not like the street keeper when it comes to like new music but i do feel like there's this like unwarranted fame that goes along with some of these rappers that you know i catch myself saying who a lot too mm-hmm. and Granted, it's these sites like World Star, you know, Academics, or all these dudes that just like, you know, big up these guys. But yeah. when they say shit like, yo, Guap Dad 4000 and Whack 100, and these guys that are like doing. Guap Dad 4000 actually not that bad, but keep going. We'll got, <laughs> okay, my bad. Uh, ski Mask Murder. Some, ski Mask the Slump God? Yeah, <laughs> Ski Mask the Slump God. <laughs> or even fucking Terry, Teriyaki 69. Like, who cares that he got two years in jail? Like, who the, who the fuck cares, B? Like, I don't care. His seven songs or whatever were trash. Trash, trash, trash. His with hair... The blicky, and... yeah, with the blicky, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm ready to die, and I'm ready to tell everyone to suck my dick. <laughs> you, think, you think I'm even gonna let you get a chance to do it, stupid? I ain't gonna give you the chance. <laughs> So him, yeah. that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, listen, to what? I don't care, man. Like, tell me the real stuff. Like, oh, Method Man and 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 um, you know, Wiz are about to do an album. Or no, what was it? Method Man and uh, Ice Cube about to do uh, an album in the Red, you know, Rocks Theater in Colorado. I'm like, all right, that's sick. Um, uh, Rage Against the Machines coming back, doing a reunion tour. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like that's cool you know what i'm saying like blink 182 made a new christmas song like that type shit i'm with even though they're not rap but i feel like there's no way that song's good but yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i'm saying people that have done shit out in these streets i want to yeah. hear about and as much as we clown eminem for all like <laughs> the funny shit that he's doing i'm okay with it because i'd rather hear a blooper from eminem than them be like yo slump god the some god 4000 or whatever just ran you know stole money from a 7-eleven or you know whatever oh yeah and i'm like dude i don't care b you know how that is it's just like it's like gossip like fucking the little magazine you see when you're at the grocery store and you know saying and it's like oh barack obama cheated on michelle and it's like i don't think he did that (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's like that bird like they think people are interested in like hyperbole and like wild shit and and so that's what they try to print or run out a print like we old as shit. That's what they try to like, you know, put on the internet to people to get to get views. And sometimes it works, you know. You know, I'll get the groups where, you know, even you know, Trav, shouts to Trav as always, shares like 
some rapper doing something wild. I'm like, oh, that person's wild. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I get why they do it, but I'm with you, bro. They got to stop all that wild shit and just keep it at the music. You know what I'm saying? That's what people usually come for. Right, exactly. So, um, that's my take when it comes to music. And, you know, on Hanukkah, I just hope my, my wishes are met. There you go. Uh, my music take, and if you listen to this pod, you probably heard me say this before. But my biggest pet peeve is when fucking rappers or just anybody, artists, release these fucking albums that are like 20-something plus songs, uh, like 130 minutes fucking listen. And and they, obviously they're doing it for, like, to game their fucking streaming numbers. So that they, you know, because obviously the way it works is the more songs you have on your album. Like I think I think every ten plays equals an album sale, and so if you have twenty songs on your album, somebody listens to all twenty of them. That's two album sales right there. So you know what I'm saying? And I, I mean maybe to add the math on that isn't completely precise, but yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> and I'm not trying to fucking hear you put all these extra songs on the album just so you can say you sold you know seventy thousand in a week when you really only did like twenty. You know what I'm saying? Or and the thing that also makes me angry is people like fucking French Montana putting songs from three years ago off of another album on his new shit and then just passing it off. Like, bro, why is no shopping on your new album and it came out in two thousand sixteen? Yeah, and I mean hey, I know you defended it, but Drake did some shit where he just took YouTube songs and put it on an album. I'm like, fam, trust and issues. Even- this is eight years old. <laughs> Oh yeah, see, I think that's okay because it's like, uh, it's like all his deep cuts and like they were never anywhere. You had to fucking download that shit in 2011 and still had your fucking Motorola Razor from then to still have that song or your iPod or some shit, your iPod Touch. And so I'm okay with him putting that on streaming because it's like, yeah, I hadn't learned, I hadn't heard Dreams Money Goodbye in a while because I just don't go to YouTube, you know, to listen to music. But yeah, I'm with you, bro. Like these old ass songs you throwing on there just to like game your streaming numbers. That shit is lame. They got people gotta stop doing that shit. Just make music, bro. If you think if you actually feel like you got 17 good songs or 20 good songs, sure, put it on there. But don't do that shit just cause. Well, I mean, I'm gonna say I am a music judge in this case. Mm. The Kanye West album that came out that got like billions of streams that was horrible. So. <laughs> Again, sometimes just because people playing shit doesn't mean it's good shit. I mean, it was Kanye. Of course, people played it, and by it was the people that played it. Everybody who listened to the Kanye album and were on, on social media praising it were people I was not confu- I was not surprised that they were on social media praising it. It was white people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I not. Hey, to be fair, I got a couple friends in the football league. They're they're not white and they're heavy in religion and. They uh they were diehard for this this album. That's wild. I because I don't understand how you hear gospel ever in your life, and then listen to that Kanye album and think that that was what gospel was. Like dog, I know what gospel sounds like. That ain't gospel. Yeah. Gospel ain't talking, rapping about Chick Fil A, bro. Because <laughs> you and he barely even had a choir in there, which would have made it feel more gospel. But yeah, nah. Rapping about Chick Chick Fil A being open on Sunday with you know wild beats is not it so mm. that's my that's my music take well for me i hope 
that, you know, I stumble across more music because the way I find music is funny, man. I'm never going to just go search it on my own. It kind of has to just hit me in the face. Oh, yeah, like me making the whole playlist and shit? That and, like, I'll be at the dispensary and I'll hear a good song and I'm like, shazamming it. I'm like, all right, I'll go, <laughs> I'll go bump this. And then you go home and it's like, it's like the weekend. I can't feel my face without you. It's some song like, it's Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> And I'm like, like yo, yo, this shit kind of slap. Who did let the dogs out? This shit bang. Um, I got a tip about who let the dogs out, but I'm gonna we, 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 we stick to the formula. <laughs> All right. Yeah, go ahead. Let them live. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, going to the next candle, getting close to the end of Hanukkah, the seventh candle, you know, at times I consider myself an introvert, but socially I'm extroverted. You know what I'm saying? I like to get my opinions out there, my takes, my topics. So this topic is just that. Social topics, things that go on with people, person-to-person interaction, things that we talk about like, you know, restaurant service, uh, interactions with strangers, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think I've mentioned this many a times on the pod, but I'm rounding it out for my hot take of Hanukkah. People need to stop saying sorry in exchange for excuse me. Oh, when does that happen? All the time. Subconsciously, bro. Motherfuckers, you'll hold the door open for them. And instead of saying thank you or excuse me, or I'm sorry, like you got to make them rush a little bit. They're like, oh, sorry. It's like, no, don't apologize. I was doing something for you. Like, because, you know, my mama raised me this way. Mm-hmm. So that or grocery store, you're in someone's way. Excuse me. They walk by. Sorry. Sorry for right. what? I don't own this grocery store. Right. Too sorry for you. You got me get feeling bad that I made you say something. <laughs> I never really noticed that. I like this take because I think what do you like when some, somebody says excuse me to you? I think the, the, the notion to say sorry because you're in their way. But and but I'm like, why? Why apologize? Right, There's no need to. Right, the interaction's already been made by her saying excuse me. Right, the whole the thing she said excuse me was to be polite because she needed to get by you, not because you're like in her space or something. Unless it's like there are other excuse me out there like that when like you're doing something fucked and they're like excuse me, you know what I'm saying? But not when it's just like somebody trying to get by. That's why we need to apologize. That wow, I never even realized that to be honest. That happens. Also, little things like um, you go. I'm in the bathroom. I'm I'm using paper towels and I'm waiting to use the machine. This guy walks out. He goes, "Oh, sorry, man." It's like, "Sorry for what?" I'm glad you washed your hands, and I'm glad you dried your hands. Like, why why are you apologizing to me? Like, right. you literally like you in all things universe, you were here first. You peed first. Why would I be mad that you're white washing your hands first? Right? Yeah, I mean, I'd be mad if you didn't. True. So then, <laughs> like those things. He doesn't even, and that time he didn't have to say shit. You could just look at me and then walk out, you know. Uh, but yeah, people say sorry for excuse me all the time. It could be little things. Hey, excuse me, you know, walking in, you know, grocery store, and you're excusing yourself, and then someone's like, oh, sorry, or somebody asks you a question, and you answer it, and then they say, oh, sorry. It's like for what? You already asked the question, which is like kind of granting permission on my end so yeah just think about it man yeah i'm not your dad you know yeah exactly you gotta be all like that you know right i'm with you i'm with you on that 
more, no more, no more sorry to excuse me. 2020. Yeah, 2020 is all about excuses, excusing. <laughs> yeah, no sorry. What you? So what are you supposed to say if somebody says excuse me? You just kind of move out of the way. You move out of the way, or you agree. So if you're same scenario, we're walking down the grocery store. We're going down the pickle aisle. I'm looking at the pickles. You're trying to get by me. You say excuse me. I go oh, and I move. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't gotta say shit to you. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm in on that. You know? Like, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. He would just I, like my bad. Sorry. Yeah, but even then, that's much. You're just like, like what you standing in that way was not a fault of Intentional, yours. Intentional. Like, yeah. You just you were there too. You were there too, and the person's getting by. So what needs to be said is, is on them because they're trying to get by. Right, and once they say, because if, if they just went in from you, they're the rude person. Right, and it'd be sorry on their end if they just cut and then they bump into you. Then they say sorry. Right, because even, excuse me in general is already a, an apology. Right. Like, excuse me for doing this thing because you're already here. So right. You, you don't have to say sorry to a sorry. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to ex- acknowledge a sorry with a sorry. If yeah, somebody, just get out. Yeah, just get out the way. Okay, cool. I'm with that. And that's that. Because I overthink shit, and people, you know, shouldn't have to, like, leave a grocery store being like, oh, was I rude? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, fuck. You know, did I say excuse me, like, abruptly? Because then that person's like, oh, (laughs) sorry, sorry, you know, I was in your way. Fuck, I didn't eat eat pickles that bad. Yeah, fuck all that. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. That's trash. Yeah, that's my take. Stop saying sorry. Say excuse me. No, no sorry for 2024. <laughs> yeah, what, 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 what Ruben say from uh, American Idol? This I'm sorry, sorry for. Yeah, the reverse is I'm not sorry for 2020. There you go. Um, my so we're just doing a societal kind of social thing, and I, I'm gonna try tie it back to social media, which I could just say in 2020, do not uh, or just going forward, stop with the horny tweets. The horny, like Facebook posts, any of the horny stuff. But my real hot take is we going into an election year, and you know we already know Facebook's gonna get wild, Twitter's gonna get wild at times just because it's an election cycle. But I just one thing that irks me more so than like you know people putting out uh, fucking memes that you know are obviously inaccurate or just stupid. But I think you shouldn't. We need to have an embargo on. You can't share a meme if that shit looked terrible, because motherfuckers be sharing the worst looking memes I've ever seen in my life. Right. You know what I mean? Like if it looked like a little toddler made this meme, <laughs> then I don't like. I get, I get the point you're trying to get across. But if if it looked like somebody idiotic put that meme together, are you really are you really gonna trust it? It's like it's like if you go to a website. And there's ads everywhere, and the layout's weird. Why would you trust reading the article from there? <laughs> right, man. That's like, I mean, again, not to get political, but, you know, this is factual. With uh, Donald Trump being the impre- imp- uh, an impeached president, uh, people have been making memes. And right. a lot of people have been like, oh, he's still your president. And it's just, like, various pictures of him in different outfits. Like, <laughs> like him in, like, a, a Santa costume. And I'm uh-huh. like... Uh, okay, like you really took time to edit this? Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, like, like, like what? The, the writing's like off center, two different fonts. 
and you know what I'm saying? It just looks dusty as hell. And like, how did you find something on the internet that looks dusty? How? <laughs> like, bro, these people gotta get better at memes first and foremost. And two, like, you just don't like. I'm not saving a meme that looked like somebody dumb did that shit because it's, it's probably dumb. Me being completely honest. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, that or like, and this is just jealousy, man. Like. <laughs> I see people, because I'm in groups, you know, like, hip-hop groups or, like, you know, comedy, whatever. People will put a meme, and it's just, like, a like a selfie of them. Oh, yeah, that's just weird. And the caption will be like, that's it. Eagles are going undefeated. Uh, Barack Obama wasn't that good of a president. And they'll just say all these hot takes, and it'll have, like, thousands of likes. I'm like, bro, stop. Like, why is this a thing? <laughs> it's literally just, like, some dude in his basement with a selfie. And it'll, it'll just be captions like, yo, gay marriage is not serious, uh, the earth is flat, and fucking blah, blah, blah. And it's like, wait, why is this a selfie? Like, why couldn't you just type this stuff? Like, it's so yeah. weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. People just care about the thing that they're saying more so than the fact that it looks stupid. Like, why'd you do it like that? But, uh, okay. Yeah. And I'm with you with the porn and shit. People gotta stop, man. We talked about this on the pod. A couple of weeks ago, my, or last week even, my, my homie was from Canada, and he was asking me, he's like, do people really post porn on your social media? And I was like, yes, dude. At least once an hour, I can't, like, scroll at work because I'm about to see, like, a girl giving fellatio. And, <laughs> and the caption reading, like, man, I bet you she listened to Drake. You know, like, shit that... <laughs> It has like, nothing to do with anything, bro. She giving, she giving that man the double twisty gawk gawk. You know she listen to Drake. And it's like, bro, what? <laughs> Why are you tweeting this at 9 in the morning, fam? And, and a bunch of dudes retweets with the eye emoji or being like, oh, fam, here you <laughs> go again. It's yeah, like, just tweets are insane. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, cut that shit out. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm off that. Yeah, okay. That's, so, yeah, that's my societal one. What you get you? We on to our last and final candle, bro. Which is just, you know, we got a random thing. You got anything on your chest? You gotta get off. This is the time. Get your issue off. What, what's your last take, bro? Um, I feel like with social media, with us as humans, with the human error that we possess, I think a lot of the things we fall short in life are our fault because we happen to be the human being but we're also like we said products of our environment uh subject to society and also you know based on where we're from and who made us right or who raised us mm-hmm. i would say that uh people should take more effort into finding out why they believe in the things they believe in in- instead of basing it on things that took place forever ago so oh that's just the way it is if you don't like it leave this is the way i was raised this is how i did it 30 years ago this is how i believe in it this is my belief you know like my shit is i think everything's up for review you know so i think my shit for 2020 and just hanukkah fully i know we joke around a lot but like seriously i feel people whatever they believe in if they're a trump supporter if they're you know if they think the earth is flat if they do think flat chicken wings are better than drums regardless of the topic 
like do more research on why you defend that instead of more being entrenched that and bashing the opposition right because that's what i hear more than ever is when somebody questions their stance instead of enlightening or educating they point and deflect to well somebody else did something different so what this is is why i exist so yeah no i get that going forward for hanukkah yeah just do more research that's really all it is okay i like that that's a good that's a good wholesome not wholesome but thing to live by to just always you know assessing your, your your ideas and how you feel about shit um i guess my last take and it's out this is random because i've just been seeing it more recent it, it's funny because i feel like it's happened because lizzo is uh is kind of like out there now and i feel like it's been like kind of open season on people uh, out here with the fat jokes which I'm like, yeah, as a fat dude, I don't really care that much about people doing fat jokes. And like, sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're not. And then sometimes you can tell people are just being mean because it's the internet. And it's like, you weren't really trying to go for the joke, dude. You just were just calling Lizzo fat. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't see how that's funny. You know what I mean? It's like, it seems more, it, it comes off more as people being jealous and, and this and that. A lot of fat phobic shit, even though I don't care about people making fat jokes that much. I will say I've been seeing some tweets lately where people are saying that they make fat jokes to motivate fat people to get in shape. <laughs> and I just want to say that's the fucking dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard. You don't think fat people know that they fat, dog? <laughs> you don't think you don't think you don't think uh, bigger people don't got motivation in their lives to get in shape, bro? You think you think it, I'm just chilling, eating. Uh, 80,000 calories a day and then I saw your tweet call it saying somebody looked like they built like a refrigerator and I'm like oh shit I need to hit the gym and then that's gonna change my fucking life what the fuck <laughs> you know what I mean like who what type of thinking is that you know what I'm saying like obviously there's way more complex reasons of why people's weight are, their, are the way they are and you know it goes it stems from whether it's you know, it can be stress. It can be uh, mental mental uh, issues. It can be literally as simple as um, just a way, like you know, your chemistry in your body, like like family history plays into why people are overweight way more than anything else. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, on top of that, it's not like people don't. It's not like for some reason fat people. Cause like I keep seeing these things where like, oh, people are doing this whole like body empowerment movement and you know what i'm saying giving fat people like license to be out here like it's okay to be fat and it's like damn bro people can't just <laughs> be happy with their life man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, like nobody's saying like go eat a bunch of lard or some shit like but shit niggas, like i'm supposed to just hate myself all the goddamn time that seems wild i don't know how that would help <laughs> yeah and that's uh, that but that's what i was getting at is like uh i've I've worked with people that have told, not directly, but told me that, like, you know, just talking about the gym and trying to promote that with, like, my coworkers is toxic because that, in in a sense, is shaming. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, no, I'm, mind- I'm minding my business. Like, and that's, that's what I'm, like, that's what I'm getting at. It's like doing your research. So for me, my love for the gym and possessing more muscles and shit is not a deviation to like the other people that don't have that i'm not like oh you slime you know what i'm saying like right it's just a life choice just like people that are vegan or people that 
like country music or whatever their preference are uh mine is to go to the gym like that's really it you know what i'm saying it's not to look make others feel worse and I, yeah i think if anybody that's what, if anybody's taking like somebody just going to the gym or anything like that like is as some sort of like slightest at like people for not working out that's in, that's insane i'm talking about more i'm at least seeing more people who are trying to be directly directly hurtful like i don't give a shit about anything anybody else does in their life so like why why do you care like people are trying to say that they're shaming people to help them and it's like that's such a fucking lie <laughs> like there's no there's nothing that i'm doing where i'm shaming somebody to help them if I'm, if I'm calling you stupid on the internet, it's because I think you're stupid. Not because I want you to get smarter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's and that's what I was saying is like there's there's balances between um there's balances between people doing stuff to motivate themselves and balance then motivating other or dismantling others type thing. Right. And I'm like, you know, there's a balance between the two, but. Yeah, my take with that was just like I I do see the gymnastics of like no pun intended of like some people calling some things a benefit while they call others like oh room for improvement, you know? Right. No, I get that. That makes sense. I was yeah, I was just thinking, I'm just going specifically for people who trying to use oh people I'm trying to help people get their life together as a as the fucking as a guys to pretty much just be mean because they feel like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, if you want to just be a dick on the internet, just be a dick on the internet. Like, fam, just own that you just being fucked up. Don't try to spin it into, like, you you being motivational so people can, like, do shit. It's like, nah, you just being, you just trying to kind of being fucked up. And it's cool if that's what you want to do. But if somebody say you fucked up, then you, and then, you know, they're not wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's another thing also, because um, you like uh, you're a sarcastic dude. I pride myself on it. Remember, dudes back in the day, they would like just pick on somebody and be like, "Oh my bad, I'm just sarcastic." It's like, no, you're being an asshole. Like, yeah, there's a, yeah. Any there, of there's a difference, you know? Right. Any time somebody says that, it's like, oh, I just tell it straight. It's like, ah, you can tell it straight without being a dick. Like, that's not that shit. Don't go hand in hand, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, they'd be like, they'd be like, oh, bro, I just, uh, I just give it to me straight, like, you know, sorry if I'm rough around the edges. It's like, oh, okay, like, uh, I don't agree, <laughs> but sure. <laughs> All right. So, but yeah, man. Um, I I agree with a lot of your takes, and I feel Hanukkah is a time for people to rejoice and again like i said uh pay tribute to what takes place what took place and what will take place and that's what hanukkah is about you know um so with that being said man yeah we've completed all eight candles and the menorah is lit uh with hanukkah like i said it's tradition and it is a you know observance so you know anything else through movies, actors, TV shows, food, candy, music, social, or random takes. Anything that you find, Ty, or anything that the Buckets may have to speak about throughout the eight crazy nights of Hanukkah, we encourage them to light a candle, so to speak, of their own. 
and let us know what they feel and if the take is cold, lukewarm, or hot. Mm. And we'll throw them around in the mix. Um, but yeah, man, what else you got? Yeah, nothing. And I, where you, where can you send us those hot takes? You ask as you listen to this podcast, probably not. Uh, is you can hit us up on our social medias. You know what I'm saying? Get us up on uh, Instagram at the Bucket Hat Boys. You can hit us up on Twitter at Bucket Up Podcast. And you can hit us up individually. My homie Jesse is at JB Speak, and I am at Ty Lante. And then you can also hit us up and like our our podcast page on Facebook, which is just the Bucket Up Podcast as well. And then also, if you just this is your first time listening, which is fucking that's cool, bro. We got more heat. Go back and check that shit out. But we also happen to be on Spotify. We on Google Play. We on Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts. We on all the other shit. So it's very easy to find us somewhere else if you're somehow listening to us, probably on SoundCloud. And you're like, ah, I don't want to switch from my one podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts to switch to SoundCloud to listen to you guys, you know, because you might be a little lazy, which would be wild. But you can just stay on Apple Podcasts and, and uh, light us up. But yeah, that's where you can find us. Um, you got any other pardon shots? Uh, well, you know, we can always. Even though it's a Hanukkah episode, we can, you know, keep them with the tradition at the end. Um, I got a song of the week if you got one. Oh, you want, you want to do a song? There wasn't that much that dropped this week, so I don't have a. I definitely don't have a bops, bangs, and slaps, but I can. I can give you one song. So yeah, you uh, go ahead. All right, so this is probably an old song to you. It's a new song to me, but in um in tradition of the candles being lit, the wax is melting and it's dripping. Mm. So we're going with drip, drip, drip by Tory Lanez. Damn, I'm thinking like uh, <laughs> I was thinking of the song from uh, Empire. It's drip, drop, drip, drippity drop. I don't know if you remember that. Nah, what's that from? That's from Empire, bro. Oh, oh, Which Jesse like, Smollett. Hey, Smollett. Yeah, is that even on, bro? Did that come back? Or did they just go on a hiatus? I don't even know. Cause like I haven't heard about that show in like three years. Except I for when know. Homeboy was filing out here. Oh. Um, I don't know. I thought Megan McCain quit The View, but she's still there, so. Yeah, who knows what actually happens. Um, I guess there was some albums. Uh, Currency's album dropped an album. Uh, that was actually okay. Um, I'm not huge on Currency all the time, but this one, you know, kind of hit or miss for me. But this one was pretty good. And then uh, I think I talked about the Free Nationals album last week. And that one's smooth as shit. So if you need something smooth as shit to listen to, check that one out. But my song of the week is going to be Angelic Hood Rat by Kenny Mason. I have no clue where this kid is from. He only has one other song on Spotify that uh, uh, called Hit that I fucking liked a lot. And then uh, this one is funny because the premise of the song is like, if I don't, you know, even if I had money, I'd still finesse. So and I thought that was a funny kind of message in the song. So definitely check that shit out. Uh you know, if you want, if you're looking for some new music, you know what I mean? Yeah, and which, again, I don't look for it. It hits me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I'll probably drop it on the pod, so be all right. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Well, shit, man. So, for the ninth, vo- 109th volume of Bucket Up, for the second night of Hanukkah, I'm about to, for the buckets, they know I'm about to jump on this plane, go back home to New York. Jet set Jesse. 
you know saying first time back home in the holidays for three years mm. I, I made the jewish brisket came out with fuego i'm proud of myself hey Finally. you got leftovers what's up <laughs> shit <laughs> in my belly um uh. but uh, i'm excited to jump on this plane man um and you know do the rest of hanukkah in new york and then come back and conclude it here in arizona you know and onward and upwards of 2020 mike g um but yeah for you thanks for putting up with me week in week out for me it's hanukkah i'm a jew and i'm gonna celebrate this shit um i still gotta probably like fully pack i gotta get to the airport in like two hours um yo you act like you don't know me son (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying about to run it up um but yeah and then uh you know what I'm saying? We're doing good because me and my dad were rocky. And uh, then he hit me with the text. He said he'll pick me up at, from the airport. So I guess he'll let me in the house this time too. So <laughs> shouts to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, for volume 109, the Bucket Hat, Bucket Hat Boy, the Bucket Up Podcast, Hanukkah edition. We out. Yo. You got to end it, by the way. Did I just do stop recording? Yeah, I'm not. we don't have to do a recap because it's a Okay. Um, and then yeah, you gotta send it to me. Which yeah, seems like you gotta do a lot before you hit the goddamn airport. Yeah, how do I do this shit? Um, more or how do I stop recording? Uh, stop. Recording.